Please pray with me three times. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we worship your Son, who is the Alpha and the Omega of our faith, who is the King of the universe. As we gather today, the three words that are on my mind are questions, belonging, and orphans. We ask that your Holy Spirit calm our minds and calm our hearts to know that Jesus is truly with us here today. We make all these prayers in his most sacred name, who is Lord and King of the universe forever and ever. Amen. So how was your Thanksgiving? Most will say pretty good. I had a very good Thanksgiving. We did something different this particular year, and we played a game with my family, with my brother, sister-in-law, two nieces, and my parents, and my sister and brother-in-law, and we played a game that was on the internet. It started out last year. It's called Vertelis, and it's a Dutch game, which actually stands for Tell Us More. And the whole initiative of this particular game is to ask questions, get off your tablet, get off your cell phone, and actually have a conversation of some substance. And we went around the table, and the first round of questions after we had our turkey and all that stuff, our first round of questions were about the last year. What was your greatest accomplishment in the last year? So someone was able to answer that question, other people kind of chime in. What was your biggest mistake that you learned from in the last year? If you could tell last year's version of yourself something that you know now, what would you tell yourself? and so on and so forth. And those questions seemed to come pretty easily. And the next round of questions were group questions, and then they came to the third round of questions, which were based on the upcoming year. As you look forward to the upcoming year, what are your major goals? As you look forward to the upcoming year, what do you want to grow in in your life? And so on and so forth. And those questions were actually a little bit harder to answer because sometimes we don't think about the future. And the fourth round questions were about your character, were about different things like that. And we actually had to do something. said, think of two questions, positive traits, characteristics about yourself. And it said, don't say it out loud. And then we want you to state three people to your left those two positive characteristics that you see in them. And immediately I'm thinking, ah, crap, I'm so screwed. (laughs) Because my sister-in-law has to give these to me, and I'm thinking, you know, I think a lot of us have a bit of a negative self-image at times. And I had to do that for my sister, and I told her she's a hard worker and she's super energetic, which she is. And then my sister-in-law said, Zach, I love it that you're a great teacher. I love how you teach well. And then she said, I love it how you just tell it like it is straight with no chaser. And she just said she liked that about me, and I was like, oh my gosh, dodged a bullet there, because I just, sometimes I don't think I have anything good in me, you know? And as we did that, it was, in, it was just kind of on my heart that these questions were drawing out good, deep information about ourselves, that we actually had a, a Thanksgiving where we learned a lot about one another. And I bring that up because when we look at our gospel reading today, It's question after question after question after question. My question to you is, what questions are on your heart about the Mass? Because as we gather here, we get to receive the King of the Universe in the Eucharist, 
And we have to ask questions because we can't remain ignorant in our faith. Because there's so many beautiful things about our faith, and we even say things that are kind of strange in the Our Father, every Mass. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What does that mean? You ever ask yourself that? Or how about when we say, for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever? What does that mean? Because it ultimately means that we're placing everything under the lordship or the kingship of Jesus. We're saying you have complete control. If you created the universe, if you created all the galaxies, the billions of galaxies, and you have control over that and you keep it in right order, shouldn't we trust him a little more in our monetary life, in our sex life, in our personal life, in our friendships, what we do on the weekends? He's got to be in control of it all. And that can be scary because as Americans, at times we can be control freaks. Do you really want me to give control over my cell phone? Or my social media account? Or my work? Yeah. And he wants you to be, not be so afraid of even praying at work, praying at school, because he's king. Because he's not a president He's not a mayor. He's king. He's the creator of the universe. And we have to be, not be afraid to ask questions. So now we have the formed app. If you haven't downloaded that app to learn more about your faith, good on you. Go ahead and do that. But also we have the Lighthouse Media CDs and we have books galore to learn about our faith. And we can't remain ignorant about our king because he wants to teach us so much. And the other thing is, the word that came up is, the word belong comes out in our gospel a few times today. Jesus says in the second reading, I am the Alpha and the Omega. It means I'm the beginning and the end, and you belong to that. Jesus says, my kingdom does not belong to this world. If it did belong to this world, my attendants would be fighting to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. And he even goes further and he says, everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. I think a lot of us believe in God. I think a lot of us believe in Jesus. But do we know that we belong to him so we can apply the day-to-day activities of praying, of doing good deeds that won't go noticed, of going out of my way, dying to self, so I can serve and not be served? But I think a lot of us like, yeah, I, I get it on Sunday, but what about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? How are we living our faith out? To proclaim to the world by our witness first and then by our words that Jesus Christ is king. He's in control of everything. And little by little, he's asking us to make changes because we belong. This is your home. This is where you are fed with the truth. And Jesus said, everyone who belongs to the truth truth, listens to my voice. Orphans. Why did orphans come to mind? It's Christ the King Sunday. Jesus says, you belong to me. But I think a lot of us, we feel like spiritual orphans. We feel like we don't belong here. A lot of us, we listen to voices that are not of God. These are the voices that we listen to. You're a burden to others. You know if you go to that parish event that they're they're having this week, they'll judge you because you don't know enough. How could you ever go to confession again? You know, it's just just too late for you. 
You'll never be smart enough. You'll never be holy enough. You'll never get it right. And on and on and on. And Jesus is the encourager. He is a king who encourages us. And the evil one always discourages, discourages us and puts us down. And he's saying, listen to my Holy Spirit. My Holy Spirit says, forward, my son. Forward, my daughter. Forward, my child. Don't look back. Let's go forward. Because this is the last Sunday in ordinary time. And next week's Sunday is Advent. A new beginning where we get to prepare the way for the most intimidating king in the world. A baby. A God who loves us so much that he became one of us. And he wanted us to learn what his voice sounded like through his word, yes, but also through experiencing him in our daily prayer. And he wants you to come into his kingdom. We say the words co-heirs in our liturgy of the Eucharist every single Sunday. A co-heir is somebody who knows that their God is the king of the universe, somebody who is not an orphan, somebody who knows they belong, who knows it's okay to ask questions, and who knows it's okay to move forward, to not look back, to know that the God of the universe would have died for you if you were the only person on earth. And until we get that truth, that he loves you that much, that he sacrificed himself for you from our head to our hearts. Everything we do here is utterly pointless. You have to know that you're loved. And I can't say it to you enough. My whole job as a priest is to remind you that you are loved and you are being loved and that Jesus has a plan for you to enter into his kingdom, to share the gospel, and to be a kingdom people. So as we go forward this year, into the new liturgical year, don't be afraid to ask questions. It's okay to ask questions. Hey, Father, why do we do that at Mass? Before Mass, I told you why we use incense. Why do you genuflect three times behind the Mass? Why do we say, holy, holy, holy? Why is that? Because the Lord wants to take those question marks that are on your heart and on your mind, and he wants to change them into exclamation points. To say, ah, That's why we do that. The faith is so incredibly rich, and our king is rich in grace, rich in mercy, rich in joy, rich in loving you into existence, and he wants to share that richness with you. And there's nothing in this world that can touch that. Not any gift, not any person. It's his personal gift to you, and it's called grace. And we have the choice to accept it or reject it every single day. And that's what saves us. We are saved by grace. So we have the choice to open our hearts and to allow the God who is the Alpha and the Omega in or reject him. But it's important to start with little things first and then grow into bigger things. The fact that we have a statue to my left, to your right, of St. Therese to remind us her little way is the way that little children become co-heirs doing the littlest thing you can do with the greatest amount of love, knowing that no one else notices, but then you become a co-heir, or a prince, or a princess. And the Lord is offering that to you as you are, in your sin, and he loves you in your sin. He loves you in your mess, and he says, don't worry about it, I have it in control. I created all of this. I am the creator of the universe. I am the king of the universe. So as we enter into this mass, 
let us not forget that as the gifts are brought forward onto this altar, we place ourselves, we place our intentions, and why not ask questions? Why not ask for a greater grace to move forward this year and not move backwards? Because the Lord offers us each a new start this day. He's saying, will you go forward this year or will you go back? Will you, be, will you become a co-heir? Will you remember that you belong here or will you remain a spiritual orphan? Because he's calling all of us out of our selfishness and he's calling us all into selflessness. So let us take a moment of silence and just start over again to know that we serve a king that is love. We serve a king that is the Alpha and the Omega. We serve a king that loves you as you are. And he calls you forward into that kingdom to not be an orphan, but to be a co-heir now and for all eternity. Amen.